Hey guys, so welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So this week's episode is a solo episode. So I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has listened. I know in the last little while the podcast has gone crazy, which I still find it still quite strange that a lot of people are kind of tuning in each week and a lot of the feedback that I'm getting through Instagram and social media and the messages I'm getting from clients, online, cl- online clients and everything like that, it's still still new to me still something i'm gonna have to get used to and it's a little bit scary that we're kind of in episode 36 or 37 not even sure where we are at this stage and this episode is a solo episode as i mentioned before so the reason why i'm doing the solo episode this week is due to i'm thinking of kind of taking a little bit of a direction into another way of kind of doing the podcast i know i've been so lucky in having the guests that i've had on so far and i've been very grateful for those guys and it doesn't mean i'm going to stop getting new guests on but i got a piece of advice from someone that has been on this podcast before and has his own very successful podcast and he mentioned to myself to potentially try a few solo episodes for yourself and see how that goes see how the listenership goes see how the feedback goes see if it's topics that are that are applicable to my niche or my avatar, which is mainly weight loss. Um, And I think it's a kind of a good idea. I'm getting an awful lot of questions on my Wednesday Q and A's now, uh, which I do on Instagram, which is normally at lunchtime. Today was a little bit earlier. And then I'm also getting the questions that I'm getting off the gym floor. And what I always say to people is, there's no such thing as a stupid question. So if you guys do have any questions or any topics that you're unsure of, please do, feel free to pop me a message and I'll try to come back to you as soon as I can, whether via voice note, via WhatsApp or via voice note, via Instagram. I try to come back to everyone that kind of messages me um, because I know if one person has a a particular question, well, then I know someone else out there is going to have a question and it's important for for me to understand where your mindset's at because then that will dictate how I, what social media content I put out but also dictate how much and what information I put out on the podcast itself and I know with I've got booked in a few interviews with a few people for the podcast but going forward just due to time restrictions just due to my exams coming up for Mac Nutrition in september um, i may not have enough time to kind of put into doing the 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 face-to-face or the the big instagram um or social media videos or whatsapp videos however i interview the people so it's just um i've been very grateful for those guys so it's just kind of just try going to try something new with it and see how we go so this week's podcast is kind of a mixture of kind of what's coming through a lot on the Q and A's, and a lot of information that's coming through to me via being on the gym floor as well. And a few of the topics that are kind of that I'm going to be talking about are going to be kind of diet breaks, um, dealing with insecurities, uh, letting other people dictate how we should look, which is a big thing at the minute. And then one of the questions that came in literally this morning was, "Why do you do what you do?" And I thought that kind of resonated with me because it kind of makes me think. Um, and why I actually am a PT why do I like I struggle to turn off I really really do and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later so the first one is diet breaks so a lot of the people that I work with on a day-to-day basis on the gym floor 
and a lot of the people that I work with on an online coaching capacity have tried tried the fad diets, have tried Slimming World, have tried Slim Fast, have tried Keto, have tried Intermittent Fasting, and they may have lost weight, they may have lost one or two stone, but generally they have rebounded hard and probably harder. And what I mean by harder is that they've normally put on a little bit more weight than they kind of ended up starting with. And you kind of ask yourself, why does this happen? So I know in the last, in a Q&A I did recently with kind of about Slimming World. Slimming World, I'm not dissing it, but it has a great community aspect to it. But the thing that I I struggle with is the sins connotation. That's a negative connotation going into your head already that you shouldn't be allowed certain foods. And that's something I discourage and I try to get a diet that works for you. Uh, one that's less processed food, more protein, a lot more veg and just kind of general nutritious food and try and move away from the good food, bad food stigma, which I've spoken a lot about on this podcast. And it's just, it's the movement that's going on at the minute and the research would kind of state that that way at the minute. But people who are on diets generally do diets for either one extreme to the other. So they either go for them for like six weeks and do massive crash diets and then they rebound harder or they are consistently kind of washing their food, restricting themselves during the week. And then when it comes to the weekend, they go they go full hog and they end up having pizzas, takeaways, going out in the pace with their mates. And I'm not discouraging this anyway. The whole thing that I try to get to my clients and online clients is that you can still have a life. You can still have a work-life balance. You can still go out with your mates, have dinner. It's just kind of understanding what will work for you, like different drink, drink choices, different meals that will work for you and making sure you kind of like even have a look at the menu before you leave or something like that. So like a diet is all, all like it means kind of short term and a diet shouldn't be done forever. You shouldn't be in a trying to be in a calorie deficit forever. Like you should be potentially only be in a diet for maybe 12 to 16 weeks. It depends. It depends on the person, depends on the psychological uh, makeup of that person, if they can hack a little bit more. But generally what I try to do with my clients is kind of every, so some clients come to me for eight weeks. Some clients have been with me for a year and a half. Some clients have been with me for, they come come for like 12 weeks and kind of get their transformation, whether for their wedding or getting for a summer job or summer, uh, summer vacation or whatever it is. And after that, they kind of hopefully, um, they are able to keep the weight off after putting the, the, the plans and the processes that we've put into place and and kind of go from there and I know I've got one girl in particular who I worked with for probably about six months and got her ready for a wedding and she did an unbelievable job and it was it was nice to I got a message from her shortly after a honeymoon that she's only put on an extra pound and we lost quite a considerable amount of weight for her wedding and she looked amazing her photos were up on my social media and it was also nice because I actually knew the girl as well so it was nice to be able to be involved in that and the amount of people who have resonated with her photo in particular has been amazing so definitely head over to to head over to that photo um so what i'm going to be saying about the diet breaks is it's very people dependent so the kind of the telltale signs that you should look out for if you may need a diet break uh if you are feeling fatigued if you are feeling a little bit weak a little bit disheartened 
and generally just kind of a little bit fed up but then I would recommend to take a psychological break from kind of a diet and when I say a diet break the length of time that you go on the diet break is completely up to you different people will be able to kind of only go off for like a week for example some people may need to kind of take a little bit of a diet break for a couple of a couple of weeks or a month and when I kind of talk about a diet break you can kind of go back up to kind of maintenance calories you can kind of just kind of eat intuitively and what intuitive eating means is kind of eating when you're hungry eating kind of that most of us are kind of creatures of habit at this stage that we kind of eat the same food throughout the week and then it's kind of the weekends that may differ and i know i'm one of those so the psychological benefit of taking a diet break is that it will be less taxing on the body you not that you should be hungry anyway but if you are feeling hungry it will kind of give you a break from that and going on a diet is it can be difficult it can be you will have ups and downs in your mood and your behaviors and stuff like that just due to it, it can be tough um and it, it can be quite taxing psychologically and on the body so it's just important to watch out for those telltale signs like a diet does ultimately mean short term and it's just kind of important to listen to your body and know to watch the signs and stuff like that uh, so i hope that that's kind of helped and then the next thing that i'm going to talk about is kind of dealing with insecurities so if i go off on tangents on this as i normally do i do apologize i'm only going to record this once i'm not going to edit it at all i am literally pressing record and going to may not even listen back to it and just kind of going to upload it and see if you guys resonated with it at all so with the dealing with insecurities is kind of the one that kind of comes to me an awful lot and it's something that I've struggled with previously. And I know when I spoke on episode 11 on the podcast, which is one of the most downloaded episodes I early on, and it's about me and how I dealt with certain things, particularly with the, the photo shoot. And like the fitness industry as a whole isn't the most, the easiest industry to work in in the world. It's It can be quite demanding and taxing on your body it can be quite taxing on you mentally and it like it's it's not a sexy job it's an amazing job but it's not a sexy job but one of the things that myself i've i've struggled with personally is kind of dealing with kind of comparison and i look at people and or i have looked at people and kind of say i want that body i want that body and i can see other people on the gym floor and i've got those questions from face-to-face clients online clients that i want to look like a certain way but the problem that you that when people are looking in that way or looking at that person they don't see the the amount of effort the amount of struggle that that person's got to to get to the body they that they have at the minute they don't see the amount of worth or the dedication that they've had to put in and but they also don't realize that that person may have insecurities as well like if you look my example that i kind of use sometimes is if you kind of look at say the rock for instance the you may put this the rock up on a pedestal and say he has everything he's got the money he's got the abs he's got he's absolutely ripped to shreds all that kind of stuff but you don't know what's going on every one of us has something that we have to deal with whether it be a family issue or something or one of our kids has got ill or something like that um hopefully that's not true uh, for anyone at the minute but it's important to realize that everyone has got shit to deal with 
and you don't know where that person is. So when we kind of say comparison is thief of joy, which is a quote that's been pushed around a lot at the minute, which it, it's a great quote and it's one I, I really believe in it's work, something I'm working on that when I see someone that's a little bit bigger than me or whatever it may be and kind of saying I want that or I should be why are my legs or why are my arms not growing a certain way that person is pushing themselves to the absolute limit in in the gym week in week out they've got their food they've got their sleep sleep is so important and this is something that I probably struggle with a little bit I struggle to turn off because I am always kind of looking for ways for me to have so a bit more content for you guys, podcasts, also starting the MNU, online clients, face-to-face clients, and then there's WhatsApp, looking at your food, looking at your meal plan. So I very struggle to turn off, and it's something that I'm working on. And I've kind of blocked outside kind of social media from after kind of eight or nine o'clock in the evening, so I don't have to do that anymore. And so many of us will scroll through social media and look at someone and look at kind of these fitspo people and and especially the kind of the glute girls or the big boobs or whatever like that and we kind of like oh why don't they look like that it's social media is is a great thing and it's definitely changed the way my business has worked but it's also i've spoken about it a lot is is it can be quite toxic social media is also great that you can control what goes into your head you can control your feed you can control who you follow so i've spoken about it again that when you are following someone and they're not having a positive effect on how you think or how you look or just general well-being well then i would suggest to unfollow that person if that person's not having a positive impact on your life why are you following them and this i relate that i apply that to to say if you have a friend or a so-called friend or a person in your group or whatever and they're not really having a positive impact on you but then why you'd probably get rid of them so why are you not changing that with your social media and we can we can control our feed we can control what instagram is trying to push on us as well and for example like i keep getting pushed these quick money win things up on social media get, keep getting pushed uh like skinny tees and stuff like that because i talk about it in my content sometimes and they they pick up or not they work the algorithm works in the background and these ads pop up and i'm just like don't be at me like it's 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 one of those things that it, it gets on the wick after a while and i'm trying to reduce the amount of time they spend on social media and a lot of us use it for escapism and what i've noticed an awful lot is when we are bored if you are ever sitting on public transport or in an airport or whatever it may be and you're you kind of end up looking around like most people are staring at their phone and if you look really closely or if you go for a little bit of walk and kind of get a little bit nosy and walk around them you'll find that most of them are kind of scrolling through Instagram, through social media, and kind of looking for that endorphin hit of, say, if they push, publish something, and say if they've kind of published something and they're kind of looking for a certain amount of likes or something like that, if we get a like or a share or something like that, we'll get this little spike of happy hormone, and we're like, oh, self, we've got got self-love or we've got a little bit of love from someone else. So it's kind of like you get a little bit happy for a while, but then after a while when the likes or something stop, well, then the endorphins will will drop down. You kind of get like, why is no one posting this or why is no one kind of liking my stuff anymore, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of important to kind of control your social media and realize that we all are, are people that 
most of us anyway um have compared or do compare ourselves to others whether it be how we look which is what most of us do but we're also how successful we are in jobs and this is one of the things that i've struggled with previously as well that i thought i wanted that kind of successful career or that successful corporate job but it just didn't suit me it just did never sat with me and this is the longest i've ever stuck with anything that i've ever done and if you've listened to episode 11 at all um you you would realize how many jobs i had in my 20s i never stuck with anything i've never been something someone that's kind of fit in i'm not saying that i'm kind of like the, the this big adonis or massive arms around like that but i don't want that i just want to kind of i i train to get a bit of kind of endorphins get i feel a little bit better about myself and it's kind of understanding your reason why you train so most of us kind of think that if we train we're going to get these abs no that's like unless you are have some genetic makeup that allows this all to happen you're in a calorie deficit and you just have these freakish genetics or whatever it's not going to happen and we just need to realize that so compare, comparing yourself is is a big thing and that ha- really has helped me kind of deal with insecurities um the other thing is to accept where you're at and a lot of us are so impatient a lot, a lot of us go for these quick fixes a lot of us will come to, to say if, for example someone someone would come to me and on my questionnaire on the online and face-to-face questionnaire i may there's a screening process and if i feel that person is only looking for a quick fix well then i have i've not been known to say no to that person i could easily take that person's money and kind of get them the six to eight week crash diet whatever it may be and they'd look amazing but it doesn't sit well with me my role or my duty uh and for my probably my own ego and i probably talked myself out of money at this stage is i try to change behaviors and tactics and come up with something that works for you so say if say mary down the road for instance likes to do intermittent fasting so she doesn't like to have breakfast but then there is uh, Susan down the road who likes to have breakfast, uh, doesn't really have time for lunch at work and likes to have a bigger dinner in the evenings. Well, then I come up with a tactic for those guys, work around their schedules. And if they and so most people like to have weekends and kind of coming up with different plans for the weekends and stuff like that. So it's it's it's, it's key to kind of accept where you are. Um, accepting where you are is also it it can be tough particularly if you a lot of us get a little bit impatient and we almost expect the results after four weeks so what i'm about to say is going to sound a little bit harsh so what i say sometimes to clients that are particularly a little bit low or a little bit lethargic and i'm kind of having a heart to heart or a little bit of a sit down with them or a chat with them it's kind of saying oh how long does it take you to put on all this weight and normally the answer is kind of 10 5 15 years and then they can and then i go well it's you're expecting me or expecting yourself to put yourself to get you to get you to lose all this weight in a 12-week period that you've managed to put on in 15 years that is not going to happen like it's not going to happen and that's kind of when the kind of the diet break falls in that some people want kind of results in 12 weeks we can do great things in 12 weeks don't get me wrong 
but it's more about the longer term approach if after 12 weeks you're feeling fatigued for whatever reason it's important to step in with the diet break if you feel you can kind of go a little bit longer go a little bit longer and it's kind of just pushing yourself um, there will be highs and lows along any journey a lot of people think that's going to be a straight line of progress when if there's i think there's a post that i put up probably about two or three months at this stage where it's meant people think that's going to be a straight line and it's loads of ups and downs on a graph what really the progress looks like it's like anything there'll be days where you feel like shite there'll be days where you feel amazing and you're able to kind of push yourself and go for pbs in the gym and there'll be days where you just feel a little bit a little bit ticked off really so it's kind of important to kind of accept where you're at own it push yourself um and realize uh do you know what you can actually do this and most of my clients will be kind of looking to lose weight, but this also applies to people who are looking to put on muscle, who are looking to kind of grow their glutes or their quads, guys who are looking to build arms and stuff like that. And it's just kind of being consistent. Um, keep building that little block, block on block on block um, on top, and you'll get to, you'll get eventually get to where you want to go. It's not going to be easy. And if I painted a picture of it's going to be easy, it's it's just not. Um, and a lot of people another thing with the kind of the dealing with insecurities is the lack of trust sometimes people don't really trust themselves to be and don't believe in themselves to do what they can or what their abilities should be able to do they almost expect themselves to fall from the off they kind of tell themselves well i'm going to take the easy way out and go for these detox teas which is fucking retarded and then you've got the lack of trust between that person and a coach you got the lack of trust and then you blame the coach that you haven't been able to lose the weight when ultimately the coach can only provide you with a certain amount of tools and then it's up to you for you to resonate with one of those ideas and if you don't resonate with one of those ideas one of those ideas well then i would have a chat with your coach and see if there's something else that may be in his his kind of uh ammunition or in his uh, in his skill set or her skill set should i say um so we normally don't trust the process when we don't trust ourselves to be able to do something and we kind of give up when things get a little bit hard and that's applied to everything i know i you can see sometimes when people are going for runs even that they kind of they kind of go kind of two or three kilometers and they kind of give in they start walking then your body is literally going into what they call it the flight or flight or fight mode and you can either so this is kind of stems from when kind of dinosaurs are around so this is a bit of a tangent uh so when dinosaurs were around so if a dinosaur was chasing after you you would either run away or you would fight it and it's up to you what you want to do my opinion would be to run away but uh yeah so that that's a little bit of a tangent i don't know where i've gone with that if that makes any sense i don't know and if it doesn't i apologize profusely so dealing with insecurities you kind of accept where you are comparison thief for joy social media you control that and lack of trust so then the next one is kind of this has come in quite a lot a lot and it's something that's kind of resonated with me a big time as well it's kind of letting other people dictate how we should look and i'm going to apply this to how to a pt so a lot of people think um a pt should look a certain way a lot of people may think that a pt should have abs 
a lot of people may think that APT shouldn't carry excess fat. A lot of pe- a lot of people think that a PT should have big glutes, big quads, and be strong. And I agree with some of those points, but I don't agree with all those points. And I believe that if you are looking for a PT, that PT should be able to look after themselves and be in some sort of shape. And what some sort of shape means that they shouldn't be necessarily out of out of shape um, unless they are a cer- or, or unless they're playing a certain sport where they need to be a little bit bigger and carry a little bit more. I don't necessarily believe that a PT needs to have abs. I don't necessarily need to. I don't necessarily believe that a PT needs to uh, be the biggest guy in the gym. I know PTs who are a little bit smaller, um, but yeah, they're quite most knowledgeable and probably most skillful, and they have great success with clients. And I know PTs in the industry who are quite large and quite muscly, and they're how you say their kind of logic or their their kind of how you say the way they do things is a little bit different and that's not saying it's right or wrong it's how it's what's got them to where they want to be and it's just important to kind of figure out what one works for you and the PT side of things is kind of a big discussion at the minute in that what do you look for in a PT when you're kind of or a coach when you're looking for them do you want the kind of the ripped six-pack guys and I don't want to name names or there are people in the industry not nothing no one that I work with anyway uh, that are selling these skinny tees they're absolutely ripped to shreds or whatever and they are literally looking for a quick win they're looking looking for your money because you know that you're probably in your lowest point and they're just looking for your money they don't give a fuck what you do and that person's getting all that money generally because he has absolutely ripped to shreds and i'm not saying that person is juicing but from the outside in it may be if he hasn't well then if he hasn't well then fair play to him he's in great nick but he is taking advantage of people's morals um and their little lack of judgment um, so the important thing of kind of letting other people dictate how we should look is don't care what other people think um, like this is something excuse me I've struggled with a lot as a PT I'm not the biggest PT in the world I don't really want to be I kind of want to be a little bit leaner if I can get a little bit of size onto me happy days I'm currently trying to put on a little bit of weight but it's important for me to be able to kind of fit in on my own and be known for the PT that will get results and it may take me a little bit longer to get where I want to be but it also may take me a little bit longer to get my name out there because I don't look a certain way and all credit to the the people out there who are able to look a certain way and get results Um, but it's what like what I've now spoken about this before kind of what to look for a PT is see if you get on with them because you're going to be spending maybe two three hours a week with that person plus you're going to be talking to them on social media you're going to be talking with them on whatsapp for support if any good bt i tend to try to talk to my clients most days um and then look for someone that has a little bit of empathy it's not all about bro science understands what's going on so if you have some sort of condition 
um, say for example PCOS and you understand how to manage it and that PT may not understand how to manage it maybe kind of say maybe this PT isn't for me and this that was an example of something that came up recently with myself I had a client that had a I had a lady ring me up and her son was had um, was on the spectrum was autistic and I wasn't comfortable with having to or I wasn't comfortable I wasn't going to be comfortable PTing him he was on the severe side of on the spectrum and I just feel it was a little bit above my skill set at this present moment in time so I decided to not go down that route I could have easily sat there and said yep yeah pay me the money and we'll go but I am happier now that I know that I'm not going to kind of do any harm I'm not saying that I would do any harm but I'm not going to uh, not going to how do I say this I'm not going to um, it just it sits with me a little bit better um, so letting other people dictate how you, we should look is also if you're happy like there's this movement at the minute is happy at every weight or whatever it is but if you're happy you're happy and it's kind of important to realize that and I am now working on my own I had a coach and he was amazing and I just needed a break to kind of enjoy my training my training has been decent I wouldn't say it's kind of the levels I had with a coach but I'm kind of eating when I'm hungry eating when I'm eating what I want but within reason so I'm not going to go out and get like four or five pieces a week I'm probably still hitting about 3,300 calories a week a day and it's just important for me to I feel a lot happier not having to count calories I am not touching my fitness pal the only way I'm touching my fitness pal is to go through it with the client and that is it and uh, so if you're happy you're happy if you are feeling a lot more comfortable in your clothes well then go by that if you're feeling a lot more comfortable staying off the scales go by that i always put up a massive push on progressive uh, progression photos take one before taking the same light take it in the same clothes take it same time of the day uh, preferably in the morning when you're fasted you'll look leaner then because you'll have no water and you wouldn't have eaten so you might not feel a little bit bloated um so don't my biggest thing and this is also with this links in on social media again don't let society don't let anyone else tell you that you should look x y and z and if they do you probably need to get them really out of your circle and i'm lucky enough as i've said before that i have my inner circle and and it's 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 i'm so lucky to have those in my inner circle and it's 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 surprising how much you need that group when you are in some sort of weight loss you need to, sometimes you hear need to help need to hear home truths kind of saying okay you need to maybe calm down you're looking a little bit gaunt to compared to uh okay you look you look amazing so there's a fine line sometimes and it's good to have that person that's there for you so the next thing that i'm going to talk about is why do i do what i do so this is this comes that this kind of question got asked me this morning by a client and i've spoken about what that i've struggled with kind of jobs and stuff beforehand and i never really fit in 
I never really got settled. I didn't really like working for someone else. And this was a big thing. So technically, in the gym that I'm working in at the minute, we work for them for free. We do 12 hours a week and that is our rent. No money is exchanged between ourselves and the gym and that is our rent. So every bit of money that we make from clients, and it's up to us to go and get the clients. So if you are a little bit lazier, you will not get the clients. But if you are one of those people that likes to work and likes to talk to people like myself, well then you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to do okay. And there will be, there'll be highs and lows. There's always going to be like kind of July, beginning of July was a little bit quiet. End of June was a little bit quieter. And then kind of closer to Christmas gets a little bit quieter. Um, and there's other dips and stuff in the, in the, in the season. But uh, overall it's, it's really good at the minute. Uh, both online and face to face so why do I do what I do I do what I do because there's so much bullshit out there at the minute and I want to try and correct it I'm only a little PT in Dublin and I want to try and change people's mindsets in that it's not an all be all or end all approach it can be a tactical approach it can be an approach that works for you something tailored to you can we still have a social life can still have drink can just eat more veg eat more protein calorie deficit take breaks when you need to listen to your body don't train six days a week don't do cardio six days a week and but also while staying in my lane and what i mean by staying in my lane is if i'm not comfortable with something or if i'm not informed in a certain area i will go and look it up which i did with that with um that lady's um son and i just didn't feel it was going to work um because i i'm very relationship oriented with my clients um i also want to help as many people as possible and that's why i struggle to turn off i'm always kind of writing little notes in my phone if some some idea for content comes into my head i always try to come up with something that will help you guys but you guys ultimately give me the content by asking so many questions and if you guys if one person asks a question then it's just definitely someone else asking the same thing so it's it's um the other thing about why i do what i do i genuinely do love it i love being able to talk to people for a few hours every week i love being able to kind of see someone who may be at their lowest point at the beginning of their journey all the way up to like getting up on getting into a wedding dress or feeling better for their summer and some of the messages kind of come through are amazing they mean the world to me and that's generally why i do what i do like the 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 hours and stuff are a little bit long can be quite taxing mentally and physically and still trying to get your training in, you're getting your food in and stuff. But it's, it's, I wouldn't change it for the world. I don't think right now, anyway, things may change. I don't think I'd, I'd go back into a corporate environment. It's just not for me. And that's not, not naysaying on anyone that is a corporate environment, but it just wasn't for me. Some people are a little bit more suited. I think a little bit more people are kind of realizing that and a lot more people are kind of going to do yoga pilates have been not earning as much as they were but they're a lot happier and money at least it's something that siobhan o'hagan oh fitness spoke about in her episode was that money does make the world go around it's much she thought that the kind of high corporate world 
would make her happier being on a, on, a, on a decent amount of money but now she's off around the world and has never been happier she's not counting calories she's eating what she wants being able to have a social life being enjoying her training may not be at the height of her training but she's still really enjoying her training and that's what works for her and that's something that it takes it can take a little while to get used to can take a little bit of time to get to that point and yeah it's just kind of it's 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 just important so that's really why i do what i do so kind of in summary we've got diet breaks so it's up to psychological factors short term and it's all very people dependent then you've got the dealing with insecurities except where you're at um comparisons of thief of joy uh, lack of trust in yourself and in the process social media letting other people dictate how we should look don't care what other people think if you're happy you're happy and the example of the pt so if you guys if you think that this has helped you at all please do tag me in your story up on instagram or social media and thank you so much for guys for listening didn't i literally press record and see what happens so this is probably one of the shorter episodes that i've done and it's still managing to go up to about 37 minutes so thank you so much guys for listening if you are interested in online coaching head over www.shanewalshfitness.com and we can kind of book in a free consultation or dm me on instagram so once again guys if you have enjoyed this at all please do tag me up on your story and spread the word as I want to help as many people as possible. Hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have a great day.